Turn that off. What is up, my Gaggle Geeks? And welcome to this very special review where we're going to be talking about the film that was made, but nobody ever heard about it. And a studio tried their damnedest to make sure nobody could see it ever. I'm your host, Patrick, and I am here with a very special guest. He is Fox 13's critic, and he is a friend of mine that I've really loved being able to collaborate with. Richard Bonaducci is here. How's it going, gang? How you doing, Patrick? Doing well, man. Thank you so much for coming on and for indulging me in watching this silly documentary. Yes, the documentary doomed the untold story of Roger Corman's The Fantastic Four. Now, tell me, Roger Corman, I didn't know anything about him. Only the documentary told me, like, he was basically a straight-to-DVD director. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I, I confused him with someone else at one point. I looked up and went, oh, no, no, that Roger Corman. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, basically, he's, he's the man behind the band, behind, you know, uh, the Toxic Avenger and, and all that stuff, you know, helping oh, okay. a lot of those kinds of things and uh, just real cult stuff. And it doesn't surprise me that that he would be involved in this this 1994 Fantastic Four. And it's weird to think about a Fantastic Four before the Tim Story versions and what was happening with Chris Evans's Human Torch and, and all yeah. the people that were involved with that. But what's interesting and, and what made the documentary interesting to me was hearing about just how invested and, and really into the project all of the people that were behind the scenes were. Whether yeah. Not really the suits. And that's like the, the more interesting part of what the studio was doing to try to kind of like hide the fact that they weren't really interested in making this film. And that's... Yeah that's something that you could probably talk about more with studios and properties and how they handle them. Well, I, I don't know about that, but, but what I, what I did, what, well, first of all, watching the doc, cause I haven't seen the 1994 one. It's, it's hard to get. Apparently you can't get it on eBay. You can get these crappy copies that <laughs> someone transferred from VHS to VHS, which is a shame because then it probably, probably looks even worse. <laughs> than, it yeah. was, than it originally looked with all that awful uh, CGI. You can't even call it CGI. But, uh, you know, if, if you watch the doc, you find out that it only costs about a million bucks to make total, if that, and it looks it, certainly. They couldn't hire the cream of the crop for acting, you know, the way Marvel does now. So these folks, like you were saying, they were really invested in it because they were just so happy in some cases, to get a job, and uh, um, and they were hoping that this thing would 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 take off and really matter and make a difference for their future careers. Like they might get a job because of Fantastic Four, nineteen ninety four. Oh, totally. And they even the studio was promising them because they knew Roger Corman was the straight to DVD director. This was going to make it in the big screen. Like they yeah. they really threw out little things to to lead these guys on to thinking that they were in something bigger. And yeah. I, one of the funniest parts of this it, to me was the little story about Stan Lee that they mentioned. How yeah. after after the fact, like many many years down the road, once Marvel Studios acquired all the stuff and Iron Man was starting. He was very much on the camp of liking this movie. In fact, was showing up on set, bringing donuts, 
and then later on said no that thing never happened we're only about the new marvel studios that's a horrible stanley i am so yeah. sorry to yeah. everybody <laughs> it's a real shame because and, and and you know and watching the doc which by the way is only like 85 minutes long but i'll admit it felt a little longer it might have needed mm -hmm. some tightening or something but um that's just a critic of me going it's but, a fair uh, critique though with documentaries i think you really have like it's a lot more of a like a, you could lose your lose interest a lot quicker than any other movie because the story sometimes can wane if you're needing to talk about yeah. a subject that just the boring part of it yeah and there were some some parts where i could tell there was a jump cut they like just forgot to cover and they're and they're using uh reusing and reusing footage and i'm like what is that footage doing there that has nothing to do with what they're talking about oh they <laughs> needed to cover something okay but anyway <laughs> documentary is still really interesting but it does not and probably should not uh, cast Marvel and, and a lot of those guys in the best of light. Because if they're to be believed, the documentary filmmakers, then these guys really did a number on them. You know, they, they were just trying to, to, to get their rights back and were doing whatever they had to do to do it. And they wasted, it seems like anyway, they wasted, you know, these people's time and, and, and energy. So as you said before, so many people just went out of their way to try to do the best they could with what mm -hmm. little they had. And I have to admit, what they showed certainly looked pretty cheesy as far as the uh, effects, even like the hairstyles and the costumes and things. But oh, it, wow, yeah. It did make me want to see it. I'm like, this actually at least looks like they cared. Mm -hmm. You know, they well, were it, trying. There were some interesting costume choices yeah. to be... Uh, two specifically you you touched on this a little bit with the thing how they only had enough in the budget to have one full suit but one they kept suit. two helmets one yeah. to kind of be the animatronic teenage mutant ninja turtle face and yeah. they were really impressed with that like back in the day yeah. they were like these are fucking effects where we you could see the pain in ben grim and it, yeah. <laughs> and you're looking at it now it's like rah, 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 rah. like oh, this is a really robotic thing oh like, my god admit i was going hey for 1994 and a, less than a million dollars total. Less than a million dollars, right? Not bad. What did you expect, you know? And just, yeah. But unforgivable, I think. And I think the actor agrees with me. This is the actor that played uh, Victor Von Doom. Mm. They had his costume and he loved the costume. But this was a Darth Vader situation where they forgot to dub over Darth Vader. <laughs> They're just like, let's just... I have visions of Bane in my head. <laughs> yeah which is a lot worse in in a sense because like bane was intentional <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> this might have been more of an oversight <laughs> yeah but but that guy he's like hey, hey hey anytime you need me to come back and redo it i'll be happy to redo it well that was I, my question to you do you think there's any salvaging with this because some people were saying in the documentary let's try to like give this to i don't know reddit to see if they could fix the effects Let's yeah, you know, see if we could dub over. First of all, I, I fully agree. Again, if you've seen the doc, you know. And if you haven't, check it out. I really think it's worth it. But by the end, they're going, hey, we thought this thing was shelved and gone. We tried to find negatives. They were just missing. But we had dubbed something at one point at this warehouse. And this guy apparently made his own dub. And now there's dubs out there. So it's kind of out there. And I think people are interested in seeing it. I know I am. And I, a lot of fellow geeks are, we would love to, even though we know it's probably bad, we want to just check it out. 
we're still going to be interested in, in your eventual Fantastic Four property that you come up with in however many years. I mean, if we're willing to stick around through those three freaking Fantastic Four movies, we'll handle Roger Corman's movie, right? Right. What's the worst that could happen at this point? <laughs> right. How much worse could it be? Uh, if anything, it could be like a funny, like, let's just put this on Disney Plus and see if anyone notices. Yeah, or like <laughs> At that one point, it's like, oh, whoa. Yeah, or like that one guy said, when you, when, you know, when you crap with another Fantastic Four, have it be a DVD extra or something. Just mm-hmm. give it to us. We, 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 we do want to see it. And I do think uh, you and I edit. Mm-hmm. You know, we could we fix are of the editing stuff. ilk. Yeah, well, I know we could <laughs> fix a lot of that stuff. Totally. So, uh, well, I, I, I think it might make some of them worse, but it would be intentional because I would at this point be like, let's just Tommy Wiseau this whole thing. Let's make it exactly. as intentionally bad and maybe we'll salvage something from that. Oh, I um, yeah. Uh, and I, and, in fact, I think it was Dr. Doom who said something like, or, um, or the actor who played Mr. Fantastic who said, Put them both on. Like, have the crappy original one and you know, see if you can fix it if you want and, you know, compare them. And, but uh, really, in, in this day and age, where people are, are trying to find all manner of original footage and behind-the-scenes stuff and, mm-hmm. uh, y- you know, bloopers and all those outtakes, I would gladly watch this Roger Corman-produced Fantastic Four from 1994, warts and all. My God, you you make such a good point with that too, with it being topical now. Because look at what look at what we're doing is fandom. We're still demanding, like some of us are still demanding a Snyder cut. Some people still believe <laughs> that a JJ cut exists of Rise of Skywalker. There was the the death of Superman Lives. What happened? That was the a great documentary by the late great John Schnepp with Nicolas Cage and Tim Burton's Superman. I think there's something that is very alluring to like nerdum about the projects that could have been. And that's why I liked this documentary. Cause it's just, you just want to know like what, what went wrong? What went right? What, just what in this case, <laughs> just why? <laughs> and you know, from a studio point of view, you know, you know, they, they try to keep costs down. So, so their movie can make money. Mm-hmm. How little money do they have invested in this piece of crap? Come on. You're going to make money off it. If you just totally. let us see it. And not oh. only that, I, there, there's that theory floating around in the documentary. And it's also kind of a theory. Well, is it? A, you can tell me if it's a theory or if it's actually true about the latest Fantastic Four, Fan Four Stick, if you want to actually yeah. call it by the way it's shown. Yeah, it does look the, like this. This first one, the, the Roger Corman, this was made primarily to keep the rights, right? Apparently, yes. That there's, is the theory. I can't say it's for sure. Yeah, there is at least two rumors, and that one is the one that pretty much people are, are going with. The other one is that, no, it was made, but then when they saw how crappy it was and they, and they heard the rights were going to go back to Marvel, Marvel's like, you know what? We don't want that in the system. We don't want that, we don't <laughs> want that taste in people's mouths mm-hmm. and shelve that sucker. But uh, I have a feeling the first one is probably the one. What do you think about Fan Stick? Like, I'm just going to throw out the speculation. It was really weird how that thing ended up coming together. And then it just never, there was no attempt to salvage. There was no, like, it was just a burning dumpster fire that they just did not want to touch ever again. 
Well, when the first Fantastic Four came out after 1994, I was, um, I was okay with the casting at the time. I, I was like, oh, I don't really care about a lot of these. I didn't know who Chris Evans was really, etc. cetera. Um, but I loved Chris Evans as the torch. I thought he was fun and cocky enough and like pulled that off. I he wasn't was fantastic. <laughs> Alba as invisible woman, because I don't, I don't really get her as much of an actress. I think they mm. got her for her looks and Ian Grufford's good, but you know, all these other things. And, but the story I went, wow, Dr. Doom has like electronic lightning powers. What? And, <laughs> and, you know, I just think, they just totally messed all that up and they largely sat around and did nothing for a while. And then, you know, it, it just, it was a whole lot of set up for nothing. Yeah. So then oh, when the I... second one came out, I thought, okay, they're done with all the origin stuff. Let's go. Hey, silver surfers in it too. All right. Galactus. I want to see a huge purple helmet. I want to nope. see it. <laughs> Enjoy your fart cloud, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> Then it was all slapstick and, oh, we're trading powers and anything to get Jessica Alba in her underwear. And why did they give her blue contact lenses? Like, like it was really important for them to make sure her eyes matched, but like yeah. nothing else. Yeah. And uh, it was just awful. And then, of course, they redid it again. And I'm going, why do they always paint Reed Richards as this like befuddled guy who screws up a lot and uh, like, no, he's one of the smartest guys in the Marvel universe. They just get everything wrong. So I'm very glad that Marvel's got it. I don't mm. know what they're going to do with it. I don't know. We when can speculate do the hell out of it. We can speculate do you have, do you have a casting choice that you'd like for any of them? Uh, everyone's uh, talking John Krasinski and Emily Blunt for Reed Richards and Sue Storm. Oh yeah. I saw that and I was like, I'm okay with that. That's a beautiful pairing. They already yeah. love each other. And they're great actors. I mean, Emily Blunt. And you know what is really nice about it? Susan Storm is the most powerful person on that team. She, her power and what she can do, that's Emily Blunt. After, after uh, you know, um, Return to Tomorrow, I think they called it. Mm. Was it with Tom Cruise? Oh, uh, oh, Live, I Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow. So live, die, repeat, whatever they ended yeah, yeah, up yeah. calling it. Uh, after her, her and that, I went, oh, she's got it. She's got that, that something. That was Captain Marvel. Hmm? That was Captain Marvel. Like that character, in my opinion, from oh, live, yeah. die, repeat, that yeah. was Captain Marvel. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm impressed if sure. she could do more. She deserves a big role, I think. She could absolutely do a really strong, really cool Susan Storm. Those two would be great. Uh, the thing I don't really know because you're not going to see him long anyway. He'll be in a, he'll be rocky. But <laughs> do you see motion captured with that? Like they'll go straight with what they did with Korg. Uh, you know, I was going to say Korg looked pretty good. He did. Um, so, and it's been years since that already. I bet it's going to look even better. But I, I hope mean, can we just straight up go go crazy and just throw John Cena in it? <laughs> You know what? I was going to say, I hope they don't <laughs> do what Ang Lee did for his Hulk, where he went, look, I'll do it. and got a guy that didn't match the size of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You need somebody big. And why not? John, look, they've already got all the muscle men in, the, in motion capture stuff anyway. Vin Diesel's doing his Groot. Why not throw in one more? 
Why not get The Rock? Why not get Cena? Wh- whatever. Put him in there. But mm-hmm. it's Johnny Storm that I really... You know, I'm more... I think this could happen with him because they're, they're already doing Fast 9, right? Vin Diesel and him. Sure. There's your connection. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, if there's a casting announcement that says that, I it will be very... I'll be pretty happy. That's cool. You know, I think what about? Be, you know, I think it'd be funny. Yeah. Funny Johnny well, Storm. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Just because his past oh, lantern and everything. But right. he, he's that good looking, cocky, whatever guy, charming that you can't help but like, who would absolutely give Ben Grimm shit all the time for how he looks and not care. Yeah. And, oh, I could totally yeah. see that. I can see it. Have you have you heard any somewhat I I've seen one for Zach Efron for Human Torch. I did see that, seen. although I also saw him as Adam Warlock eventually. Ooh, I saw that too. That I don't know which one is better for that. I think and I that, think that would make sense. I don't know if he's necessarily tall enough, but they could play with that. But I think he he looks just like him. I just Yeah. I, don't know, I think he could do it. Do you watch This Is Us? I don't, but I'm going to try to describe a character in there that I think could be him. I have not seen This Is Us. Let me see. So I th- there's an actor. There's a guy in that that plays an actor. Okay. Let me see if I can find the name of him, though. He's blonde. He was in, I believe, A Bad Bomb's Christmas, if you saw that one. Uh, Justin Hartley. Justin Hartley. Justin Hartley kind of has like a cocky look. Okay. Um, as far as his character in that one goes, he, he's a little bit like conceited and, and full of himself with like what he's doing with acting and things. So oh, he plays, I know a, that, he plays dude. a dick. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Sure. Um, he's he's kind of old, but maybe, I don't know. He is, well, he's older. Yeah. I don't know if he's like, yeah. It, you know what? That's true. It depends on how, how long they want to have these guys around for as far as their age. Oh, I hope they have them around. Let them be seasoned. Please season these people. Give give some salt and pepper and Reed Richards hair. Like let let them be like from the '60s. Even I don't even care. Like redcon shit. Just do that. Oh no, yeah, I know this dude. In fact, he was just in um, uh, the Hunt for a few minutes. Oh, interesting. Okay, I didn't get a chance to see that one. How was it? He what was did you in think? The hunt for a few minutes. So I guess you know what happens to him. Also, he was the original Aquaman. Oh, in um, Entourage? Uh, on, a, on, a, on a very, in a very, oh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, on IMDb. Or in, uh, what? Uh, yeah, Aquaman, TV short in 2006. No. I think it was on the WB. Well, there you go. And then they recast him or something like that when they brought him into uh, Smallville. Jeez. Yeah, he, he, he didn't even make it into Smallville. But uh, yeah, he was off at one point. <laughs> and he looks a lot like that clean cut, you know, like good looking dude and all. But oh, yeah, man. yeah, I don't think he's too old though, even if they wanted to keep him around. And honestly, like I, I'm just, I, I, I guess I should say, I'm picking all white characters. That does not mean I would not mind a black character in any of the roles or an Asian what. or any, I don't care. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I will admit to being one of the guys who was bugged when they made Johnny Storm black, mm-hmm. only because I felt like it was stunt casting, because this is, a, this is famously a family. Yeah. Right? So make the non-family guy black or whatever. Like, like, you're breaking up the family part. But I think they were trying to say, 
oh well adopted families are families too i'm like okay all right. yeah yeah well and they're, they're gonna like, do that i got a, I got a, a, a black actor in mind i love this guy mm. aldous hodge you know who he is hodge. Nope. you look him up he's he's good he's funny he's charming i don't oh, know okay. if he's ever done that kind of like really sarcastic you know role but i, I bet he could pull it off he yeah. was one of the leads in underground when that was on okay and uh, yeah i could totally yeah, see that he's young too like he could be around for a while yeah i'd love to see, that, see that guy in yeah hmm. well we've covered I, the past yeah. and the present and the future <laughs> fantastic four but i still think it doomed is certainly worth everybody going and checking out if only just to see kind of what the what the curtain looks like when it's pulled back on some of these movies yeah yeah and the other thing that would be interesting about this fourth fifth depending on how you count it fantastic four mm -hmm. um well they've used doom four times now yeah Right, and they and, and they really want to use them again. Like Even Kevin Feige really wants to use them again. Yeah, and they've and they haven't done it right yet. <laughs> we would, we no. never cast Doom. Let's do that real quick because I'm sure that we're gonna get one comment being like, "You didn't fucking cast Doom." Doom. The only thing about Doom is because I I used to read some some Iron Man back in the day when no one knew <laughs> who he was, and um, Doom and Iron Man I always thought were were more. Uh, you know, the classic sort of coupling, even above the Mandarin. Yeah. Because they were both really smart guys with egos in suits. Right? Oh, and I mean, they, they were just, uh, they, you know, that kind of thing. And something about the, the way that they do Doom, no one's like, well, you can't just be a guy in a suit. But he is. He's <laughs> a guy in a suit. It's like Iron Man. Just do that. What did they do to him in Fen Four Stick? They made him oh, so like they they melted oh, trash bags on his face. Guy. I think. <laughs> yeah, they melted to his face fire. But I mean, they made him have some kind of you know, like mind powers where he could shut off electricity and kill people across the. He, he was a little Doctor Strangey. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, "Sorry, stretching is not going to stop him." Like, you and just, they show all of these mystical powers, and then what's the third act end up being? Just fucking punching. He just punch nothing. him. Right. Punch him real hard, and that's gonna solve it. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I was like, well, okay. He's goofy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a shame, cause they had talented people associated with with each property, but just not behind the the typewriter. That's shady. <laughs> when you think about it, right? Isn't that just like, <sighs> man, that that property? They're just like, let's just fuck with people, like. <laughs> I we don't I want to give this like, back to Marvel, but we also want to make people feel good about themselves for a minute. I feel like each movie they went, well, it can't be worse than the last one, right? And someone <laughs> went, hold my beer. And yeah, right? I don't okay. know. Oh, well. But I am curious because, you know, they have to, uh, if they're going to bring them into the Marvel Universe, and again, X-Men and all that stuff, they have to sort of account for how and yeah. why, you know? So they're probably going to have it happen as far as chronologically in the story after all this Thanos stuff. Because if they were around when Thanos happened, well, where the hell were they? Would you tie it into a blip scenario where maybe they were out in like the negative zone when the blip happened? Or I, I don't know. I tell, I tell you something I think is going to happen. I'm sure you're familiar with um, 
the the Scarlet Witch doing the No More Mutants thing and the whole House of M and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, House and of M. Elimination of almost all mutants. I think maybe in the uh, uh, WandaVision series, at some point, she may do the reverse. She may create mutants. I would love that, where she just decides everyone should be like me so then we can stop with this stupid fighting. He does something, some hex that actually creates mutants. So that's why they explain nothing happened before with X-Men. They weren't even there yet. And they're there from here on out, done. If I were to if I were to script this, I would probably even add to that and say that her causation of making mutants was by accident, and really the intention was to recreate Vision, like that was her only goal. Ooh, yeah, why not? But now yeah. there's real people, and she's like, oh, I can't mess with them now. So, yeah, uh, and that way he's kind of a mutant, right? Because they yeah. they brought life into him in a weird way, but then she fucked up like <laughs> the world again. Right. They're like, damn it, Scarlet Witch. <laughs> of course, you know, very obviously, her and her brother they never call them mutants. They call them the gifted or whatever because they can't enhanced. And, and in that universe, enhanced, and in the in that universe, mutants don't exist. Yeah. yeah. So they can't have the X Men without mutants existing somewhere, and they got to give them a start point. And it just can't be back there because then where the hell were they? Yep. If they can, if they can throw a multiverse in real good, you know, if Dr. Strange and, and WandaVision can tee off multiverse of madness in a way that like, from that point on, we can be like anything that comes from any universe we can buy into. I could totally see them coming from the past still and it being relevant. Okay. Well, and you got, you got uh, Scarlet Witch in Dr. Strange's next movie. Yep. Maybe she does something so that from there on out, there's, yeah, you never know. She creates mutants at the end of WandaVision, and then the whole premise of Doctor Strange is to go through the multiverse and try to undo it. And then he realizes it can't be undone. And then it's like, well, yes, we're here. And in this, whatever this next Fantastic Four movie is, mm. what do you call it? Oh, the Fantastic Four. <laughs> The Fantastic Four, because that's just like they're doing the Batman. I have to look it up. Is that what the 1994 one is called? I think Uh, it's the Fantastic Four. What if they just put an underline under the? (laughs) Just a four. I don't know. Was it? Wasn't there like a thing? Like what? What were they called back in the day? It was like, let's see. Back in the day. Yeah. What you mean? It was like yeah, 1994, the Fantastic Four. Then you got Fantastic Four. <laughs> I don't know. What Jeez. the hell are you But, um... The Fabulous Fantastic Four was one of them. Oh, the amazingly fabulous Fantastic <laughs> right. four Um, You know what, though? If they do it, it will likely, you know, it's, it's going to be years since these other Fantastic Fours, etc. I, mm. I honestly wouldn't mind a quick origin. Because they've kind of screwed that up, too, in the last few movies, especially Fan-Four-Stick, whatever the hell that was. For the novice, I don't think they could really describe they just an accident. Like, an accident caused it, but nothing really more than that. Yeah, I I personally wouldn't mind seeing them do, you know, a bit of an origin, but, you know, don't make that the whole movie, because we kind of know where they came from. But uh, just, just... Keep it just keep the relationships at least right. Yeah. You know, but totally um, agree. 
Well, have we talked all of your guys' ears off of this? Maybe. Let us know down below and comment on what you thought about Doomed. Please go check it out. It's free on Amazon Prime. You yeah. can watch it now. You guys are stuck there. What the hell are you trying to do? What are you doing instead? Just watch the stupid thing and then talk about it. If you got extra <laughs> money, go on eBay and try to find the 1994 The Fantastic Four. Watch it and tell us because I don't think we've seen it yet. Have you seen and it? Don't Maggie? send us a copy. No, I've just seen the clips of it. <laughs> Yeah, Rich, where can where can everybody find you? We we know we can watch you on Fox 13. Where else are you located? I feel like I'm there all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, pre I'm I'm pretty much there. I mean, I have like a I have a Fox Facebook page. I got a you know a Twitter handle RDB on your TV and stuff like that. But yeah, F Fox is probably probably the best place. Awesome. And hey, me and you are hopefully going to be joining you on your side uh, with Critically Acclaimed. Critical Mass. Or Critical Mass. Which is Critically Acclaimed. We'll this say. close. <laughs> it, but, uh, it will be later. <laughs> and if this whole coronavirus thing calms down, Fanex September? Ooh, yes. Have you, I, I've still been kind of dancing around what my uh, idea is, but I think maybe, maybe this documentary gave me an option. Talking That's about true, yeah. all the all the movies that could have been. How about we have a fantastic panel? <laughs> yes, that would be cool. We talk about all of them. So far, there's four of them, right? There's so there's so much history to not want to really discuss that we will drag out and make sure that you know way too much information yeah. about them. <laughs> there's so many um, villains that could be. There's so many really cool storylines and other ones you kind of want to stay away from. You know, different different authors and different uh, artists take things in slightly different directions and you can, you know, which one do you go with? I mean, when you have a, when you have a, a property that's that old and has that much to mine, you really got to decide what you're going to, what you're going to go with. And I'd like to hear from more of the diehard Fantastic Four because I'm not one of them. Oh, I want to yeah. know from the diehards what they what they want because most of the time that's typically the stuff that comes through to all the other audiences that love. So, well, there Ooh. was a really interesting storyline. Uh, John Byrne of X Men fame mm -hmm. uh, took over a lot of different uh, titles at one point. He took over the Fantastic Four. And he was writing and drawing it and inking it, which is a bad idea. It's not a good inker. Anyway, uh, one of the uh, one of the storylines he came up with was that. Ben Grimm is still kind of looking around for a cure because he's still the thing all the time. Yeah. And he finds some old records, old notes of reads from back in the day when they were originally planning that fateful, that fateful trip uh, when they became the Fantastic Four. And he finds that Reed basically sort of planned it. Interesting. That, that he had seen the threats that were coming, the galactic threats like Galactus, et cetera and thought we need we need an earth we need a shield around the earth we need a force for good and i think we can do it and he particularly mm. left the shielding loose and and thin in certain areas to hopefully grant them the powers that they had and literally sort of created the team because it really is interesting the way they're set up you have your strong man you have your your, your flight, you have someone that can make force fields. It's almost like if someone were to make a team, they made one, and he literally made one at the expense of Ben Grimm's humanity. Yeah, 
And that's what really I want to see more this. of is, is the destruction of Ben Grimm. They don't really do that too much. Or it, yeah. it just was never really Or he believable. gets over it in like half an hour. Yep. And, and just once he puts on the yeah. suit, it's tough to really like empathize, I guess. But that's a, that's a, that's a more somber storyline. And we find out later that Dr. Doom planted that evidence to break up the team from within. Mm. Like, it's a really cool idea, but Fantastic Four are all this, this lighter kind of property until then. Yeah. And it got nasty where Ben Grimm was, like, going to freaking kill Reed because he took his life, as far as he's concerned, just to have a strong man on the planet. It, I, think, you know, I anyway, think that's a viable option. Marvel always likes to change it up a little bit. I think yeah. you've got a viable option. Well, but there's think, tons of different options. I'm just curious where they're going to go. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what we're going to do is go but, but oh, I don't we're know. Done. <laughs> all right, I can't all right guys another thing yeah <laughs> no we will talk more about other things just you wait we'll and again thank you guys yes absolutely thank you fantastic. thank you guys again as always for watching and i will see you at the next review